Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. So I was speaking with a friend the other day, one who had asked about purchasing fitness equipment. I recommended several things. They ended up buying one and they reached out and told me what they had purchased. And I said, oh, I just so happened to have done a handful of workouts for that very machine. And so they asked which one was the hardest. Now I had done short workouts for that machine, mid-range workouts and longer ones. But this person wanted to know which was the hardest. And I said, that's a show. (laughs) That is a show. Five truths about intensity most people don't understand. And this is super important when it comes to getting results, when it comes to avoiding injury, and when it comes to maximizing your time and results, which is exactly what the show is about. And intensity and the misinformation that is out there about it and confusion is keeping a lot of people from achieving their goals. It is confusing people just as so much of the bad information out there does. And it's also getting people hurt. But first and foremost, it's keeping people from getting their results. And I will explain why. And one other quick story that goes to this very topic goes back many years, back when I shot my first fitness videos. And by the way, I shot them years ago 
financed it myself, put together the crew, the team, everything, soup to nuts. I even did the music <laughs> to save money. I even, you know, one day I got to do just a, a show on that, especially for your fitness professionals out there, just about taking risk, all that kind of stuff. But soup to nuts, I did just about everything that I could. And they're good. And I am actually mailing one today. You can still actually buy them through my website. That that will end because it's all going digital. But yes, I still have several left of the original DVDs. And I even, this is how old I am for you young people, even did VHS copies back in the day along with the DVDs. But they are everything I talk about here on the show, the basics. First one was 40 some odd minutes, about 44 minutes, I believe. And it was with dumbbells, push-ups, lunges, bicep curls, the basics, cardio intervals, core moves, the whole nine yards, circuit training. My total body workout two, I said, okay, got to cut the time in half. So I made compound moves a big part of the program. So you're doing a squat and a bicep curl. And we cut the time in half roughly, I think that's 22, 24 minutes in length. But a big part of that is you have to use dumbbells that are challenging to you. And when you're doing cardio intervals, you push yourself on and on and on. So long story short, sold like crazy. But after the initial surge of sales, about six months after, I received one back in the mail. Original packaging returned. And with that was a note. And it said, I'm returning this because it wasn't hard enough. I didn't sweat at all. Now, the sweat at all part was a dig on me <laughs> because, and, and definitely part of it, because I sweat like crazy in the video. I did not stop the camera. I did not towel off. Part of my whole focus and philosophy is reality fitness. So there were no edits. When I stumble, we left it in. When I sweat, it's all over the place because I believe people need to see reality. That, yeah. And what I, the, the greatest feedback I received was things such as, you know, Tom, when you stumbled on those lunges, I did as well. It was important. Anyway, person re returned the video and said wasn't hard enough. And it is analogous to returning a treadmill and saying it wasn't hard enough. What do I mean? I will tell you when we come back from this quick break. I'm going to give you five truths about intensity that most people don't understand. And when you do, it will help you maximize your time and your results. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we are back. And by the way, I refunded the woman's money. I get it. That's fine. That's fine. You're not satisfied with a product of mine. You get your money back. Okay? But not my fault. I'm getting ahead of myself. So five truths about intensity most people don't understand or are confused about. Number one, and it is the most important. You think short means easy. So this goes to what that friend who bought that piece of fitness equipment believed and what most people believe and for good reason. I'm going to let you off the hook on this one because it's been drilled into your head, what? That you need to do an hour, that more is better. That 30 minutes is better than 10 minutes when it comes to exercise. Absolutely, unequivocally not true. And most, or yeah, Most often, it's the opposite. And that's going to be a common theme of this show, is that most often what you believe is the opposite when it comes to intensity. So you think short means easy. And when I say this, this goes for two things. The workout duration itself, and then when we're talking about intervals and interval training, that the longer the interval, the harder it is. For most people, it's not. For most people, it's not. And yes, you say, what does that mean? Well, this person, this friend of mine, you know, I told them that there, I I think I had a four minute workout for that piece of exercise equipment. Now, ideally with a four minute, five minute workout, 10 minute workout, even you do a warm up and a cool down, you know, so you got to add that in. And sometimes they're added into those type of workouts as well. But We can get really specific and use a great study that many of you are familiar with, even though you don't know, unless you listen to the episode I did on it, specifically Tabata. You've heard of it. You've probably done it. And you most likely have done it completely incorrectly, at least relative to what 
the original science was. And again, that's fine. Call it what it is. You can use the format. But here's the crazy thing most people don't know. (laughs) It was four minutes. It was four minutes. It was four minutes of 20 seconds of exercise followed by 10 seconds of rest. And many of you are saying, oh, I do that. I do that in my group exercise class. We do Tabata and we do 20 seconds or, you know, of of squats. And then we do, you know, 10 seconds of rest or 10 seconds of another exercise. Or maybe you do that in your spin class. And yes, I took a Tabata class once in a group cycling where we were told to do Tabata the entire 45 minutes. Impossible. Why? In the Tabata protocol, the people, the subjects exercised at 170% of their VO2 max. You say, I have no idea what that means. All you need to know is that is lung searingly hard, as I call it in my new book. Lung searingly hard. All out effort, red zone, red line, beyond hard and super uncomfortable. And the workout was four minutes long. And what was the findings? Yeah. The people who did that actually not only improved their aerobic fitness just as well as the group that worked at 70%, but they had improvements that that group did not have anaerobically and things like that. So they actually got more out of the workout than the people who exercised easier. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't have easy days and hard days. You absolutely do. And you're getting ahead of us. Okay? So short does not mean easy. It actually means the opposite. Think of a 5K versus a marathon. Now, many of you will say, and you're right to to a certain degree, marathon's harder, endurance-wise. Right? It's different. I would rather do and find it easier in a certain way to run a marathon than to run a 5K fast. Why? Because 5K requires me to go at an intensity that hurts if I want to go fast. And I can't do the marathon at that pace. So truly, when marathoners like myself tell you who maybe have never done a half marathon, much less a marathon, that you could, and you say, there's no way. Training to run a marathon and running a marathon, experienced runners will tell you in their own convoluted way when it comes to physiology is less challenging in a unique way. And this leads to number two, right? That you think short means easy and that you're actually getting it backwards. This goes for trainers. One of my favorite topics, right? That trainers and group exercise instructors, you take that class, and I used to teach. I taught all the classes you can think of. All the classes, group cycling, boot camp, core classes, even Matt Pilates back in the day. But the vast majority of people that take classes are rating the trainers wrong when it comes to intensity. And the opposite is true. So that trainer, that group exercise instructor that is teaching a well-designed, and I will get to that, 
group cycling class is said to be too easy. And the one who is, oh, you got, you got to take this person's class. They are brutal. It is so hard. It's the opposite if you're doing it correctly. So what's the difference? What's the confusion? Well, that super hard person, what do they do? They give you these ridiculously long intervals and no rest. And so people say, oh my gosh, like it's so hard, like Tabata for 45 minutes. Are you kidding me? On and on and on, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds. And this is the common theme. This is the AMRAP that I am not a fan of. This is the trainer who tells you to do a ridiculous number of something. Do a (laughs) hundred. Just pick an arbitrary number that's hard. What happens in a workout like that? The vast majority of people are absolutely burnt out and spent within three minutes. And the rest of the time, sometimes it's a half hour, 40, 45, an hour is just hanging on. It's poor form. It's lower intensity for the rest of the time than if you had rested. And that is one of the huge takeaways. Rest is important. Rest is necessary. Rest allows you to get out of that gray zone that you actually spend the vast majority of time in when the workout is too hard from the get-go, when it is too hard the entire time, when that trainer just teaches to the most ridiculously fit person in the room and even that person, if the class is long enough and, and poorly designed enough, is just hanging on. What's the point in that? And don't get me wrong. I'm all for challenging. I am all for pushing yourself. But I'm also all for exercise science and doing it intelligently and making sure that you don't get hurt. And if you're 45 today, that you're doing it when you're 85. And when you do classes that are improperly designed and you take that super hard instructor, what is hard about telling you to just hammer, to do a million reps and just stack one after the other. And that's way too common now. So that that instructor, and, and I'm sure there are instructors out there that are applauding if you actually know the science because, and I was one of these people, where people go, oh, he's too easy. He lets you rest. He shouldn't do that. Yeah, like we did this, you know, We would do intervals and sprints, and then we'd rest sometimes like a long time. And by the way, at the end of this show, I'm going to give you an incredible interval workout that if you do it correctly and follow the rules that I'm giving you, the five, do those, you know, rules of intensity correctly. It's 18 minutes worth of intervals with a warm up and cool down. You make it about 30 if you want, 25. It should scare you getting ahead of myself in more ways than one. All right. So point number two is you're rating your trainers wrong. And in a world now where social media and the availability of these type of workouts are everywhere, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah, it's good to be challenged, but there's a science to it. What is that science? Okay. I love giving the example of insanity the workout routine, that the commercial was traditional interval training is short periods of work with long periods of rest. 
we turned that on its head. And now we do long work intervals with short periods of rest. Uh, it's not traditional interval training, it's interval training. And when you do it the other way, it's exactly what I described. You're burnt out within two seconds, two minutes, three minutes, and the rest of the time you're just trying to hang on for dear life. I have personal experience with this. I was in one of the commercials way back when. And it was so brutal, <laughs> filming for hours, and within about 10 minutes, one of the models, you know, I was twice his age, they had to <laughs> ask him to get off the set because he looked really good, but he wasn't close to having the fitness to just hang on. And that was for the commercial. All right? So that is not traditional interval training. That is interval training. Short work intervals, longer periods of rest. Now, yes, there is variation within that. Of course there is. But that is the basic framework, and I will explain why. All right? But there's science to it. So when it comes to trainers, let me just give you five kind of really important points when it comes to workouts that those without education experience in exercise science in the basics get completely wrong. There are five things you need to take into account when you're designing a workout. And the vast majority of trainers don't have the experience or education to do it. Number one, the exercises they choose. The exercises you choose to put in a workout is important. The order you put them in is super important. Pre-fatiguing, big muscles to small muscles. There is a reason for putting exercises in a certain order. Number three, the number of sets and reps. Are you going by time? Or are you saying do 100? Or are you saying do as many as possible? Or are you saying do what you can within a certain time frame with good form? Number four, if you are going by time, how long is the work interval and how long is the rest interval? There is science to that. Not only within the framework of the workout itself, but as the workout gets longer and people get more fatigued, maybe they need longer rest. Maybe you're shortening the intervals as the workout progresses rather than lengthening them. It all depends, but there is a science to it. And finally, and way up there in importance, is the progression. Again, the exercises you choose, the order you put them in, the amount of rest you're, you're utilizing, and how you progress that workout. And these are five things that aren't even thought of by so many of the trainers putting out workouts that I see online. It's as hard as can be, as creative as can be. And by the way, number one, exercise selection. The number of risky combo moves I see now, especially holding a weight and bending over at the, uh, hinging at the hip. So in other words, loading your spine in flexion, that's dangerous. It has to be done correctly. And when you're doing a move like that, especially at the end of a workout, when you're really fatigued, all of this matters. And so again, too many trainers perceived as being really hard that are keeping you in that gray zone, that are burning you out right off the bat. 
diminishing returns and increasing your likelihood of injury. That trainer that gives you rest, that goes slower, that asks you maybe to do slower repetitions, sounds familiar. Now, not not many who truly have studied this to a to a large degree, they're out there, but those are often the ones considered to be too easy. All right, you know what? Final break, when we come back, we got three points left and then I'm giving you the workout and it's a fun, well, <laughs> depends on your personality type, but it will prove my point if you do it correctly and you will and you will tell me how it goes. All right, final break, we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Talking about intensity when it comes to exercise, five truths that most people don't understand. And number three... It's everything. It's everything about intensity and workouts, and especially working with a trainer or a group exercise instructor, doing a class, whatever it may be, even just following a workout itself. Okay? Number three, really high on this list. You don't understand that it's you that controls the effort. So what was the advice I gave that friend who purchased that exercise machine and I recommended or told her that I had done workouts. She said, which one's harder? My answer was you should vary it and mix them up. And this person agreed, 
But at the end of the day, they are as hard as you make them. Now, of course, the workout plan and and progression, when done correctly, plays a role. But at the end of the day, just about every workout you do is as hard as you make it. If a teacher says, pick up dumbbells, and you have a range that are challenging, well, then it's up to you to choose those dumbbells. If they say, we're going to do a 60-second sprint, which is a long time, by the way, when you go hard, then you have to go hard. I don't care how long an instructor has worked with you. And by the way, you know, in Zoom world and you're doing it, they're not even telling you how hard to go. And if you are in person and there's one instructor and maybe 30, 20, 30, 40, 10, doesn't matter, multiple people in the class, they can't possibly, A, know everyone's level of, you know, intensity needed for every exercise. The onus is on you. The onus is on you. And again, fitness pros should be applauding because they understand what I'm saying. It's not the instructor that's easy or hard. It's whatever you do. You're given a framework. You're asked to go hard. Now, the instructor may say, you know, I want you to push it at a level nine or 10 and then recover at three. It's up to you to really push a nine. And that's going to be my fifth point. But at the end of the day, it's you. It's you who dictates how hard you go. And anyone who's played any team sports at any level knows this is the truth. Knows there are people who do the bare minimum and those who push themselves given the same exact workout. Two quick stories about this. Two quick examples. I was, I try everything, all the different, you know, pieces of exercise equipment and programs out there. I have to learn it all. And I work with different companies, one in particular, as I've talked about, but I'm trying the competition, of course. And I was doing a workout or actually a test. So it's called an FTP test. Now you don't need to understand what that is, but it's basically an all out effort. Okay. It's a 20 minute, well, it can be, you know, it can be different lengths, but generally right around 20 minutes for many of these type of tests And it's a progressive test on a bike, stationary bike. But the bottom line is you need to go as hard as you can when you're asked to go as hard as you can. After that workout, you're basically asked to go as hard as you can for 20 minutes. Now, I laughed out loud. And the person who was administering the test, one of the few that I have incredible respect for in the business, this person knows exactly what they're talking about, has studied it and has done it. And that's rare. So great athlete, you know, walks the walk and really knows how to talk the talk. Not only knows the science, but I would argue really knows how to break it down for the average person. Awesome. As I am doing this test and it hurts, it's got to, if you want to get the numbers, you're able to rate, (laughs) I, I laugh out loud thinking about it. You're actually able to rate this I'm going to call it a workout, but it's not a workout. So one of the flaws in this particular program is you shouldn't be able to rate that Again, workout, because it's not a workout, it's a test. But the test is, it's about you. The goal of that workout is to go as hard as you can, because then your numbers, your zones are extrapolated from that. And then your power zones can be designed based on those numbers. But the test only works 
truly works if for that 20 minutes you are going as hard as you can. It's not comfortable. Truly, and the, the numbers that are extrapolated out are for an hour. But if I asked you to go all out for an hour, oh my gosh. But this person said, the instructor said, if any of you rate this as not hard, <laughs> I'm going to have a problem with that. And it obviously had happened. I didn't look. But obviously people had rated this test as easy. And that just 100% illustrates my point about not understanding what intensity is about and not knowing what you're asked to do. When you are doing interval training, if you are doing it well, it should scare you. <laughs> Which is why, again, when I'm doing local road races, when I wake up with the goal of doing a 5K fast, I'm much more sick to my stomach than if I'm going to run a half marathon, even a fast half marathon, because the intensity that I need to hold, even for 18, 19, 20 minutes for that 5K, is so far above what I'm going to do for a longer duration. It's painful. And if it's not painful, you're not doing it right, and you need to push yourself harder. If you are truly doing interval training, hard interval training, it should scare you a little bit. Again, different personality types, but it hurts is the point. You're not going to die. And that's the memes you see, but did you die? But you are up there. And if you're not, you're not truly doing the interval and the interval work. And part of that can be the instructor's fault, the workout design, not allowing you to rest enough. And part of the onus is on you, a huge part. All right, number four, let's wrap this up. Number four, and this is a problem going forward. I see it, not as big a problem, but you think you should do it every workout. Now, I'm a little torn here because uh, kind of an aside, but there was a phenomenal uh, triathlete, Bill Bell. I actually did a tribute to him. He passed away not too long ago, you know, was competing into his 80s, uh, did he die, 90s? Can't remember exactly, but like phenomenal. And he would do some type of interval work every day. Little difference when you're 80, which is crazy to say, counterintuitive. But my point is very simple. If you are truly doing it right, if you are truly hammering intervals, you can't and don't want to do it every day. You need recovery days. And as I say, if you are doing it every day, you're truly not doing interval training. And I often use professional athletes as an example. Runners will go to the track generally Tuesday. You know, they do the long run on Sunday. Monday's a rest day. Tuesday, they go hammer intervals. They're not hammering intervals on Wednesday. They're recovering. And then they may be doing a tempo run on Thursday. And different intensities, different lengths on different days. So this should be good news. Because if you truly are doing the interval training the way I just said, it is painful. It is powerful. It feels really good when you're done. It confers a whole host of benefits, including burning different types of fat, you know, abdominal, they're saying, and, and just exciting stuff. But you should say, oh, you know, tomorrow's my hard day. And, and I like that, but it's shorter. It's not an hour of intervals. And then you get the recovery workouts. You get different benefits from low intensity and high intensity. 
totally different benefits. Mitochondria density, capillary density at low intensities. You know, I get into the science, but all you need to know for this show is that you can and should mix it up. Now, here's the way to do it for, for many of you. And my wife, I use as an example. My wife loves doing the interval training on the bike. She is not going to get on the bike and do a steady state ride. Almost never going to happen. So how does she mix it up? What have I recommended and what does she do on her off days, on her recovery days, I should say? She runs. Easy. That is such an example of advice you never get. So I get it. You love doing your intervals on, you know, even a Bowflex Max or something like that. Or, you know, your bike. Or as a runner, you do it. This serves two incredibly important purposes. You shouldn't only do one mode. How many times do I talk about that? Don't care how healthy it is. You're going to have overuse injuries. You're going to get burnt out. So by varying the mode and doing your recovery, your steady state on that different mode, you are conferring and, and, and you know, getting so many different benefits. So that is a phenomenal way for the vast majority of you to mix up your workouts and to do some intervals on that mode that you love to do, that piece of exercise equipment, and do your steady state. It could be walking, be elliptical, could be swimming, okay? You're going to be healthier, you're going to be happier, and you're going to do it for a lifetime. Okay, final one. Number five, I've, I've kind of gotten there. I've kind of said it. And here you go, the red zone. Vast majority of you listening haven't gotten there yet. You truly haven't gotten there. It hurts. And when you're there, you don't want to stay there very long. That's the way I've coached so many of my video and audio workouts. And that's the beauty of it. And that's the science of it. And that's why Insanity Workout was so wrong with their description of it. The beauty of interval training is, and there are variations. Again, I will qualify that. But when you're truly doing short workouts with hard intervals and you are getting up into those zones that are your highest, you know, on a level of one, a scale of one to 10, I'm talking a nine or 10. You can't and don't want to be there for a handful of minutes. You want to be there. Again, depending on if you're an eight, nine or 10, we're talking like a minute hurts. and. I'm going to give you the workout in a second, but when you're up there, truly up there, nine or 10 intensity, and you don't get recovery, you're not going to get back up there. And that's why when you do a workout with like a one to three ratio of work to rest, it's harder because you can get back up there. You know, I don't like going to the track because it hurts when you do it right. So in other words, if I'm doing 10 by 440s, which is one lap, you go as hard as you can during that lap. And then you walk maybe a, a full lap to recover. And to do that nine more times, because you know how much it's going to hurt again. But to do it correctly, you, you need to be there. But that's the beauty is you're not there very long. So, most of you haven't gotten there, again, because the workouts have been poorly designed, because it's human nature, have to throw that in there, we avoid pain and seek pleasure. 
just the way it is. It's Freudian. It hurts. But the benefits are huge. You don't do it. Uh, you need to do it correctly. I'm getting ahead of myself, saving the last line. Okay? So, it's good news. You have so many different health benefits that are open to you, different workouts, shorter workouts. You're going to feel endorphins in different ways, I would argue. But here's the takeaway. <laughs> Again, that's why we do short workouts, and that's why we do the workouts sparingly. If you are doing them right, the intervals are short, the workouts are short, and you do them once or twice a week, depending. Okay? And that's all great news. Shorter intervals, shorter workouts, done less frequently, higher intensity. Higher intensity. No gray zone. Go super hard, go super easy. Go super hard, go super easy. Most people don't go super hard. They go kind of hard, and then they, don't, then they go kind of easy. But you want major fluctuations, and I'll leave you with a visual. When I come back from a true interval workout or do one on the bike and wear a heart rate monitor or have power you know, output, whatever it may be, they are huge peaks and valleys. If you are doing interval training right, there are huge peaks and valleys, large amplitude to those peaks because you are going super hard and you're allowing your heart rate to come down. If you wore a heart rate monitor in the classes I'm talking about, you would not have that. You would not see that because the recovery is not there. You're not hitting the highs and you're not coming down low enough. Okay. <laughs> this show in and of itself, when it comes to intensity, when you appreciate and understand what I just gave you, can dramatically change your workout routine, your results, for the better in so many ways. Okay, enough. Here is, here's a great brutal workout. And I'm kind of basing this on a workout I did with that instructor. And it, I, it hurt. So here you go. I want you to do a five minute warm up, super easy, three to five, three to five minute warm up. Then you got an 18 minute set and it's three sets within that 18 minute. What do I mean? Here you go. You're going to do one minute intervals. You're going to do 45 second intervals. You're going to do 30 second intervals. And again, you could do this on a bike. You can do this while running. You can actually do it on a rowing machine, whatever. You just need to be able to go hard and go easy. Okay. So each block is six minutes as far as the interval. So you're going to do a one minute interval. So one minute on, one minute off. You're going to do that three times for six minute total, right? One minute all out, one minute as easy as you can do. You do that three times, that's six minutes. Then you're going to do 15 seconds less for both the work and the recovery, though. So 45 seconds all out, 45 seconds recovery. And by the way, I'm going to throw in, I should have thrown in a one-minute break in between, right? So you go one minute hard, one minute easy, you do that three times. Then you take an extra one-minute recovery, okay? Then you go to your second block of six minutes, that is 45 on, 45 off. You do that four times. That's six minutes. Take an extra minute as well in between. And your final set is six intervals of 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Okay? And then I want you to take a couple minutes cool down. So that workout is in the 20-minute range. If you do that right, 
it's hard. It's hard. And on a, uh, another show, I'll talk about pacing and trying to spend, you know, your energy evenly throughout that entire time. But I want to hear your feedback on that. I've given that pyramid workout out, a bunch of others throughout these uh, podcasts, and I love hearing. I've had so many people say, you know what? Surprise them. So one final time. One minute on, one minute off. All out for a minute, as easy as you can for one minute, three times. Take an extra minute in between. 45 seconds on, 45 seconds recovery, uh, four times for six minutes. And finally, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, six times. That's six minutes. A couple minutes cool down. All out. True interval. Try to recover. Now, final <laughs> caveat to that workout. As I wrote that, I thought, this is really hard. But I'm giving it to you. I want you to feel that. And I want to hear the feedback. That's a tough workout. Why? One of the main reasons why is that it's a one-to-one -one ratio. But I want you to feel that. So in other words, when you go one minute on and only have, only have one minute recovery, now I know some of you go, oh, that's a lot of time. Trust me. Actually, now let me take that back. Don't trust me. Do it. And then tell me. Tell me how it felt. And wrap it all up with this. If that workout is not hard, you're not doing it right. And you got to listen to the show again. Okay? All right. Wow. Felt like I got something off my chest. I hope you, it's way longer than I thought it would be, but, but that's a good thing. These are such important points. I implement in my everyday training everything I talk about. If you don't believe that, go to my Instagram, go wherever, and you'll see I'm posting. I'm living exactly what I put out there. And that's why I'm injury-free at 51, getting ready to do, I think it's 27th Ironman, Brazil, May. And I got my hard days, I got my easy days. And I really look forward to those easier days. And so should you. Regardless of whether you're an athlete or not, you still train like one. Easy days, hard days. All right? And the hard days are the ones when you have less time. Easy days are the ones where you go, I got, you know, I got an hour on a Saturday and go for a bike ride. I go for a walk. Whatever it is, mix it up. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist, and someone who absolutely has one goal and that's to help you live your best life. And that's only accomplished by getting the best information, the most accurate information based on science, along with the anecdotal, along with the experience, and then giving advice like I gave you that, hey, you might not do the recovery workouts on that same mode. You're doing your intervals on your bike. Go get your recovery workout somewhere else. That's the advice that you can follow. So there is psychology to all of this as well. All right, do that workout. And then I want to hear about it. All right, I want to hear about that interval workout. Tom H. Fit is my Instagram. Tom H. Fit is my Twitter. And you can go right to fitnessdisrupted.com. Please, if you have not subscribed to the show, do it. And if you have not rated the show, come on. Does that take a second? Tell friends and remember... There are three things we control, how much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that, my friend, is awesome. I'm Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 
Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 